Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our weekly Meshachach Mashir. A Piskatava to everybody. Special welcome to our Torah anytime viewers and listeners. The Bez Hashem be joining the Shir. Yesterday, Yud Bez Tishrei. Tavshin Beidalid was the fifth yard site of my Shviger Aleha Shalom. Rabbitson Leah Kreisworth. Miriam Leah Gitto Bas Harav Avram Abba. Aleha Shalom. So the Torah should be Lehili Nishmasa. Today, Yud Gimel Tishrei is the 186th yard site of Moran Rabbi Akiva Eger, Zichrayin Levracha, and the 111th yard site of Rabbeinu Chaim Berlin, Zichrayinam Tzadik, Tzadikim Levracha. It should be, they should be a Melitz for Kla Yisrael. So we're going to learn the Meshachach Man Sukkis HaBa'aleinu L'Tayva Shabbos. We're going to learn a Meshachach Ben Parshas Emar, Perechov Gimel, Pasuk Membeis, Basukis Teshvu. Says Rameir Simcha, Hatayra Hoelikis. The Torah that comes from the Rabbeinu Shalalam, Yeshba Mitzvais She Madrichim Hodam Negerateva. Hasn't it Mitzvais that teach a person how to go against nature? Viesh Mitzvais, and there are other Mitzvais. That are with nature, channeling natural instincts into mitzvahs, into kedusha. So there's two mitz, two types of mitzvahs in the Torah. Some teach us to go against our nature, to be the one in control of our instincts and our nature and our desires. <coughs> and others, pumfakert, channel your natural instincts and desires into Torah, into mitzvahs. When a person uses the Teva for a mitzvah, he's mitahir that Teva. He purifies that Teva. He takes that Midah and he infuses Kedusha into it. So there are two types of mitzvahs. Vizeh. And now, when it comes to Sukkis, we have both of those. Mitzvah Sukkah. Let's look at the mitzvah of sukkah. In the farming industry and, and, and communities, after a person works and toils in the field all summer, <coughs> he plows, he plants, and he hoes, and he harvests, and he piles, and he works in the field, and he gathers in his grain, Basom of Malayo Bar and his storehouses, his silos, are full of grain. Philibay Sameach Bipriamali. Person works hard. He's been working for months on end. Finally it comes the time of the Osif gathering it in. <coughs> He's so happy with his work. How sweet is it for him that he's now able to take a break? and rest from months-long work. Go into his house, as we say in English, and chill. Chill. He deserves it. So what happens in the time of the Asif? The Torah comes along and says, Now you want to chill? Now you want to relax in your comfortable home? No, no, no. Say me diras keva v'sheba diras aray. Leave your comfortable home and take up residency, residence, 
in a little shack, in a dira sarai. That's not what a person wants to do. His natural desires is to go chill in the house, put his feet up on his couch, relax. Says the Torah, no. Go out onto your sukkah. It's a little cold. It's a little buggy. You have a folding chair. It's not so gishmak. That's what you got to do. Why? To show that you don't just follow your desires. Take yourself out of being physically controlled by what your body wants. You're in control. Your body wants to have a geshmak time in the house. You're going to say, no, I'm going to pick myself up and go to my dira sarai. And that's how I'm going to live for seven days. When it comes to a sukkah, the Torah tells us, you should make your sukkah l'shem shamayim. The Gemara teaches us in Mesech the Sukkah Davtes that the wood of a sukkah is asurim kol shiva. You can't get benefit from it. Other benefits, obviously, you know, so let's say you decide to take down your sukkah and use it for firewood. You can't do that. Your sukkah has kedusha for seven days. Shem shem shamayim chalal asukkah kealach hagiga. Shem Shamayim, Kedusha Shebichal, and your sukkah, like on a Chagigal, like on a carbon. Chag HaSukkah is Lashem, Machag Lashem, Avsukkah Lashem. V'hu inyim Kedusha, v'atzei sukkah asurim in ha The fact is, that a person needs to infuse Kedusha into his sukkah, because that is the way he goes against his teva. By going against his teva, he's be mekadesh, koychos haadam, v'hargeshoisov. His entire being is be mekadesh l'shem shamayim. There's a kedusha here, a kedusha in his sukkah. kedusha So that is the first category of mitzvahs. Mitzvahs that teach us to go against our teva. To be mekadesh ourselves, to rise above and elevate ourselves from our physical desires by going against them. And that's how we sanctify ourselves. As we said, there's another category of mitzvahs. And those go along with teva, those go along with instincts and desires. There's such beautiful words in this Meshachachma. A lot of very deep, tifa thoughts. You're going according to the Chukei HaTava, but not just follow your desires. This is Geshmak, let's do it, and it happens to be a mitzvah. No, it has to be. It has to be with the rules of the Chachma Yaina of the Rabbi Shalaylam, Biprati Mitsuyanim with specific details, it's not a free for all. Why? Because that's what the Rabbi Nisham wants. Hashem with his Chachma said, this is how it has to be. That's why it says about Kla Yisrael were elevated. He separated us from Shratzim. Shratzim, people enjoy. 
I don't know why, but there used to be at least some civilization enjoys eating these types of things. Kaddish Baruch Hu says, you're allowed to enjoy life, but there's, there's details here. There's restrictions. It's not so simple. You can enjoy, you can eat, but hamala. You're elevated a little bit over it. It's kefichu keateva. You can enjoy yourself. But there's rules to it. And that elevates you as well. Naturally, he says an interesting thing. Amongst the nations of the world, when it came to the harvest, they used to make a festival. Harvest festival. Nowadays, you have on farms and things like that, the harvest festival. And what do they do? They're happy. With the seeds and with the and with the uh, all the different crops, and what do they do? They dance around with it. They go around and they celebrate it. Make a big deal about the fruits. It's a normal thing. Geshmak. You have a simcha. Beis ha'asif. Al zeba So the Torah said, you have a natural desire for simcha because of your harvest that you're so excited that you were matzliach. You're right. We're going to make a yontif out of it. But it's not just everything. You don't start just waving around everything. There's certain four minim that are Kaddish Baruch Hu kefiyiduim b'kabbalah. Kaddish Baruch Hu is what told us to do these dafka, these dalad minim we're going to celebrate with. With all the Ramazim that we all know about. And with these dalad minim you're misameach in front of Hashem for seven days. And this is the difference between the sukkah. The sukkah needs to have Shem Hashem on it. Because it's going Kineged HaTeva. Kineged HaTeva has to be with a big Kedusha to get Kineged HaTeva. With the Teva, it's a much easier thing. And Esrog has no Kedusha. It's set aside for the Mitzvah but it doesn't have kedusha on it, like the like the um, like the sukkah has. Now in parentheses he says, "Rak Rashi Lamidzayin Sham. because Rashi and Daf Lamidzayin, the Gemara says over there, <coughs> the Rabbah says a hadas mitzvah, you're not allowed to smell, because the main thing of a hadas is its smell, and when it's set aside for a mitzvah, you don't do what it's normally used for. An esrog, on the other hand, is supposed to be eaten. So when you set it aside for a mitzvah, you don't eat it. But you could smell it. That's what the Gemara says. Hadas is l'reicha, so your meila, your huksa for reach. Esrog de l'achila, only for achila. Zot Rashi. Um, Rashi says, Osr l'hariach boy, the hadas, because we learn from sukkah, where we learn that the Shem Shamayim is Chalal Atzei Sukkah, Lesser Bahano Kol Shiva, Vohayov Huxala Mitzvah. So Rashi mixes some things here. Rashi throws in Huxala Mitzvah, plus you're learning from Sukkah that Shem Shamayim is Chalal on it, and it's Huxala Mitzvah. So Simcha is being Machalik, and he's saying Rashi brought it in. Rak Rashi Yoyinsham, look in Rashi. Rashi brought it in. But when you look at the Gemara, the Gemara is very clear. Sukkah, Shem Shamayim, there's Kedusha. Esreg and there's a difference between the two. Umi so he continues and says another chilek. 
Mitzvah shehi neged ateva tzrichin achona rabba v'chizuk. When a person has to go against his teva, you need a preparation, you need a chizuk. And that's probably why you need the shem shamayim chalolov. Lochein kosu, that's why it says by his sukkah, tase. You have to make the sukkah. You got to go and prepare for it. You can't just wake up sukkah's day and say, okay, I have a sukkah. It takes doing. Because when you're going to neged ateva, it takes doing. And in fact, holds you have to make a sukkah yantif. That's how far you have to take it. Because when you're going Kinegara Teva, it takes much more strength. It takes much more preparation. It needs more kedusha. There's restrictions. You have to make the sukkah. It can't be made. That's the Allah of Tasev Asui. That if you do something to remove, let's say, a psul, and voila, your sukkah is there. That's not called making the sukkah. It has to be tasa. Why? Because when it comes keneged ateva, it needs that chizuk and that extra work. Loi kain bedalad minim. By dalad minim, it doesn't say that. Shem kafiyat ateva. This is your channeling your natural simcha just within the quali- the the uh, the realm of what the Torah says how to do it. But it doesn't need a lot of preparation. Why? It's natural. I don't need to prepare so much. We even pass in that if you don't even tie the Dalit medium together, you just hold them, it's kosher. Zekelevan Veyu says to tie it together, but it's not Makiv in the mitzvah. So you can wake up Sukkot's morning when you're not allowed to tie things, just pick up your Dal meaning and your say Doesn't need a Chanarabba. It doesn't say Asiyah. There's no Tasev Asli. And in fact, If you have a Hadas that has berries on it, if it has too many berries on it, it's Pasol. If you take off the berries, even on Yantif, and all of a sudden now it's Kasher, it's Kasher. I, and a Sukkah, that type of thing, if you remove the Psol, and now you have a Kasher a Sukkah, that's Tasev Asli. It wouldn't work. By Dalad Minim, you don't need that. Because that's Kefi HaTeva. So, Mary Simcha saying Amar Dekavar here. The Torah is made up of two types of mitzvahs. It's not all against the Teva, and it's not all channeling your Teva. There's different types of mitzvahs. Two Sugim. Why? Because they're both here to help a person live as a human being. On one hand, we don't totally negate emotions. We don't totally negate a person's natural instincts and desires and regish, channel them towards mitzvahs. Like the Sefer HaChinuch says, there's such a natural simcha during Sukkah season, channel it to Hashem. Usmachtem lifnei Hashem, shivas yomim. That's one type of mitzvah. Then there's other mitzvahs that I'm going to show that I'm in control, I'm going to go connect the Teva. And with that, I'm mikadish myself by going against my Teva and controlling myself, I am mikadish it. And that's the difference between a Sukkah and Dalit Minim. Sukkah Hashem Shemaim Chalalov. Because when you go against your Teva, there's much more Kedusha there. It's a much harder job. It takes much more strength. It takes preparation. There's Tasev Leimena Osui. There's so many things you have to do for your Sukkah, you got to prepare. Why? Because those mitzvahs need that extra strength for that Kedusha. When you're channeling your natural Simcha, so you can't do anything, you can't just take a, 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 you know, a wheat stalk and wave it around, you have to take the Dalit Minim, but that's much more natural. It doesn't need as much preparation, less restrictions. You channel it towards the Simcha of the Rabbi Nishalayim.
And I always said that this Meshachach was telling us it's interesting because Sukkot has two mitzvahs. Pesach has one mitzvah. Not even chametz and eating matzah is like one mitzvah. Shavuos Bachal doesn't have mitzvahs. Sukkot has two mitzvahs, totally not related to each other. Why? Because we're coming off a Yomim Neroim. A Yomim Neroim. When we rededicate ourselves to the Rabbi Nisham and his Torah, the Torah wants us to be mechazik ourselves in both halves of the mitzvahs. And especially Yom Kippur is called Yoy Matan Torah Seinu in the Mishnah because we got the Luchai Shniyos. It was a day of Matan Torah. And in fact, the Vilna Gain holds that's why there's a mitzvah to eat an Erev Yom Kippur. It's the Suda of the Simcha of Kabbalah Satira that you can't eat on Yom Kippur. So to show the Rabbi Nishalaylam we're rededicating ourselves. The Kabbalah Satira, the Torah gives us both types of mitzvahs to be Isaac. I wanted to be myself one thing this year. It's not the, the, the I want to tell you the Vart, and I'll try to be put it into the Meshachakma. It's not a hundred percent, I'm asking, but you'll hear what I want to say. And I say for thirty days to Simchas Taira that I printed a number of years ago that goes through the halachas of Elul and Divrei Taira all the way from Elul through Hashanim Kippur says Mechuva Sukkis to Simchas Taira. So I printed a vart there where it says a very interesting. I think I got it from the Sefer Derish Taiv on Sukkis, um, page fifty-five in <coughs> the Derish Taiv. And I said, there's Bechlal, a very interesting difference between Sukkah and Dalad Minim. When it comes to a Sukkah, you have to create a structure. But you know something? There's a lot of imaginary things we could use to create this structure. We could invoke the law of Lavud. Lavud means, if you have an airspace less than three Tvachim, nine inches, as if, it, it's, as if it's closed. We could have good Asik. You have a wall that's only uh, ten Tvachim tall. And we consider it imaginary as if it goes all the way up to the schach. Um, you have Doifen Akuma, which has Pasul schach, and somehow instead of saying it's Pasul up to Dalar Amaz, you could say, well, the wall, Ki'ilu, the wall's bent all the way to the schach. A lot of different halacha l'moisha misinais that we invoke to make this structure. And in fact, you don't even need three walls, two walls and a tefach. That's called three. There's a lot of imaginary things in this structure called a sukkah. When it comes to the Dalad Minim, it's Mamash Pum Fakert. Dalad Minim, everything has to be inspected. There's a black dot, oh, no good. If it's a little, if it, your lulav is split, it's not good. The Hadassim have to have the three leaves on the same level. Sometimes you have to use a magnifying glass, I'm not saying Lala but to see what's going on. Very medactic down, you don't say, oh, looks like an Esrug, looks like a lulav. And we're good to go. Why do I have to be so medactic? When it comes to my sukkah, I look at a sukkah, I say, that's a sukkah? Where's the walls? It's imaginary walls. It's daif and akuma. It's lavud. It's good asik. Where's the three walls? Oh, the tefach counts as a third wall. And when it comes to dalminim adarabah, that's not enough to look like it. It's got to be everything down to the last nakuda. So the vart I wrote there was that since sukkah is after Yom Kippur and it's leading up to Hishan Rabbah, Klai Yisrael need to demonstrate to Hashem that He runs the world, and if we dedicate ourselves to Torah and mitzvahs, Kaddish Baruch Hu will take care of us. Meaning to say, we say to the Rabbi Nishalolam, we put our logic and understanding to the side, and we totally dedicate ourselves to you, to you and your Torah. And when we are machni ourselves to you, that shows the greatest emunah and bitachin, HaKaddish Baruch Hu takes care of us.
So therefore, we dafka go against the logic and understanding. We look at a structure, and you would think a sukkah. A sukkah has to be, it's a dira sarai, but it's got to be a dira. No, look at it. That's a sukkah. It's a sukkah? Logically, it doesn't look like a sukkah. Yeah, there's a lot of imaginary stuff. I don't understand how that works. But if that's what the Rabbi Sham says, I'm a kabbal. Then I go buy my Dalad Minim, and I want to start saying Lovud and Daifin Akuma and Gorazik, and over there you tell me Adarabah. A little speck ruins the whole thing. A black dot ruins the whole thing. A little split, more than, you can't even see it split, but you look closely, you see it split. Let's say majority, whatever the cheer is. It's no good. What's wrong? It shakes. It's still a Lulav. doesn't make any sense. Over there you're not Makbid, here you are Makbid. I'm a Kabbal. And that demonstrates our Amunah in the Rabbi Nishalaylam, and our Achnot to the Rabbi Nishalaylam, which is a schus leading up to Ishana Rabbah. That's the Vart, and it's a beautiful Vart unto itself. Perhaps with this Rameir Simcha, we could plug it in a little bit as well. That the fact that a Sukkah is Kineged HaTeva, so therefore it also is built Kineged HaTeva. When you build a structure, you build walls, not imaginary walls. So since the whole Yisoyed of the Mitzvah of Sukkah is to go Kineged my Teva, who wants to stay home, I'm going out to this Diras Arai, when I look at it, it also doesn't make any sense to me. My logic says not to do it, it's Kineged Teva. And when it comes to the Dalad Minim, Adarab, the Dalad Minim, and this is where I'm going to connect a little differently than the original Vart. In the Dalad Minim, it's about my natural Simcha. For your natural simcha, the more perfect the fruit is, the more beautiful the fruit is, the more simcha you have, the more simcha you have to channel to the Rabbi Shalom. And therefore, when it comes to the Dalaminim Adaraba, can't just pick up an esrog and say, any esrog is kosher. No. When you have to inspect it and see its beauty so clearly. When you're lulav, you have to make sure it's perfect. You're hadasim, you have to make sure it's perfect. The Rabbi Nisham says that is how a person arouses his simcha and his desire in his natural instincts. Because the more beautiful it is, then the more besimcha you are and the more simcha you're able to channel to the Rabbi Nisham. So that, perhaps, is also the difference between the Sukkah and the Esrag in Reb Meir Simcha's world, Legabe, the imaginary part, and the Halacha Lamaisham Yisinais, as opposed to the Dalad Minim, where we seem to go to the other extreme. But Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, we have a Sukkah, Sabo'aleinu L'Tayva, and even though we don't have Lulav the first day, we have a lot for us to think about here with this Rameir Simcha, the Avoid of the Yontiv of Sukkis. Every time we go outside, and I would perhaps say, if it's a little not so gishmak to go outside, that's Mamish the Tama Mitzvah. We don't say the Tama Mitzvah um, defines the Mitzvah per se in its halachas. There's no Mitzvah. Adarab Mitzvah is Patr If you're truly Mitzvah, you're Patr But when it's not the most perfect in Gishmak, we say to ourselves, but Rabbi Nishalaylam, this is what you want. We should go against our Teva. That's the Kedusha of the Sukkah. It's Keneged the Teva. We're Mekadish ourselves to you. And when it comes to the Dalad Minim, although this year we don't have the first day Dalad Minim, but we have the rest of Yontif Dalad Minim, Adarab, but we're supposed to look at it and say, ah, 
Look how beautiful it is. How besimcha I am. We don't live in that type of society where we just harvested things and we have that natural simcha. So it behooves us more to put effort into our dalad minim. Although Rameir Simcha said, you don't need a tasa, but it's got to be besimcha. And when you put time and effort into it and look at it and be misboinen in it and think about the time ha mitzvahs of what the Rebbein Hashem wants, how He wants us to enjoy this world, according to the chukim that he's given us, channel that simcha to the Rabbeinu Shalaylam. In this way, we cover all sugim of the Torah, and Be'ez Hashem, we should talk to the Amisa Simcha, to Bezoicha, to stand in the base Habigdash, to be Mekayim, the mitzvah of Dalaminim, Midoraisa, Kol Shivas Yomim, Bimheira Viyameinu Amein, Kol Tov everyone, Apiska Tava, and Agut Yontif.